Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Naked Pastor, the show that's all about you, your questions about God, faith, religion, and the Bible. In this show, we're going to talk about fear, what's the origins of fear, and how do I deal with fear. The Naked Pastor is brought to you by Hashtag Audiovisual. Hashtag Audiovisual has designed, installed, and maintained some of the highest profile boardrooms and other applications in the country. Our solutions include interactive touchscreens, wireless and wired connectivity, projectors and screens, facility booking solutions, conference system. Contact us for an assessment on your current audiovisual setup and advice on how we can optimize the functionality of these key meeting or conference venues. You can contact Peter the toy at info at htav.co.za or visit their website at www.hashtagav.co.za. So while you're listening, I'm going to ask you a couple of times tonight during the night for those people who listen to the podcast afterwards, uh, just to let you know, we're going to ask that. Tell me about your fears. What are you fearing? What's the thing that you fear the most? If we look in the world today, there's a lot to fear. We fear COVID. We fear, fear the lockdown. Some people fear the vaccine. Uh, there's a lot going on in our world at the moment. And the world is a global village. We're all just basically going through the same things. We're all seeing the tremendous stuff happening in Afghanistan. We, we're seeing what's happening in different countries via our news networks and there's rumors of war and, and, and there's rumors of sickness and death and destruction and mayhem and everything is just upside down at the moment. So fear is something that comes into us very easily. So how do I develop fear? How does, what is fear? And we need to understand that I want to allow the Bible to define this because we all have an opinion on what fear is and how fear works, but we're going to allow the Bible to define fear for us. Second Timothy 1 7 says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So before we go further with that, then from that, just the, the description that it gives there of fear is that fear is a spirit. It is a demon, if you have to understand it like that. And we're not going big on demonology. All I'm saying to you, it is a diabolical spirit that whispers in your ears and your mind and attacks your body, soul, and spirit. And it gets to you. It gets you. Fear comes and, and it actually affects your body and your soul and your spirit. It can change your personality. It, it has an effect on who you are and what you, what you do, your behavioral patterns. It disrupts your relationships. You could start just not trusting people. It affects the choices we make. So fear, regardless whether it's a, it is manifest psychologically, mentally, or physically, it is a grip that Satan has on our mind. It is a stronghold. and we need to understand, and actually, you know, you got to get a bit of fed up with it. You got to get angry with it. You got to start getting to a place where you say, you know what, I don't want this anymore. Part of my life. This is not how I was made. It's not was. It wasn't given to me. The 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 spirit that's that's in me, the spirit of truth, the spirit of God, the spirit, the Holy Spirit was given to me primarily for the first one is that I not be alone. The second reason why 
the Holy Spirit was given is that we could have some power uh, to testify on His Word. So it is, a, it is a big thing for us. It is really a big thing for us. So I want to just bring this to your attention that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but He gave you a spirit of power and a spirit of love and a spirit of a sound mind. So what causes this? Fear comes into us when we get intimidated or dominated, or maybe we, 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 in a maladjusted family we grew up, or through sin, fear can enter. The consequences of this, you avoid any and all confrontation. So if you're scared of confrontation, and you know the, the, the flight, fight, and free syndrome type of thing, it, it's difficult sometimes to stand up to it. And, and I want to be sensitive to this because... Uh, I know people st struggle with this, and it's 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 not just something we, you know, throw around nilly willy. But the power of God is far greater than whatever whatever hell can bring to us. So God doesn't want you to be timid. He doesn't want you to shrink back. He doesn't want you to second guess yourself. He doesn't want you to to avoid situations. And, and it takes, it's a decision. The first thing is, is you have to understand it is a will's decision. It's a decision you're going to have to make in your mind regarding fear. So I'm asking you guys, what is your fear? Type it in your box. Call in if you want to. Tell us about what you fear. Maybe some people fear the house burned down and they run naked or they run in their underwear or their pajamas or, you know, it's different things everybody fears. And there's a lot to fear in this world. But God says 365 times in his Bible, do not fear. You see, you and I need to take that to heart. We need to understand that we need to be brave. And bravery is not the absence of fear. I want you to understand that bravery, you need no bravery when you're not scared. It takes no bravery of me to walk down a flight of stairs. It just there's no bravery required. I'm not scared of the stairs. I can just walk down the stairs. Um, it takes no bravery uh, for me to uh, maybe j run into the ocean and dive into the waves because there's no fear involved. I'm not scared of that. However, it takes a bit of bravery when I'm out in the ocean on a boat and somebody says to me, why don't you jump in here? There's a bit of bravery required. You see, it is not, you cannot be brave when there's no fear involved. It's not the absence of fear. Bravery stands in the face of fear. It's saying, I know what I'm doing, but I, I'm going to trust. I'm going to believe that I'm going to be okay and I can be able to handle it. I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to confront this person. I'm going to speak to them. I'm not going to attack them. I'm going to speak to them. I'm going to share my heart with them. I'm going to tell them why I'm upset with them. I'm going to tell them in a nice way. I'm not going to be defensive or I'm just going to speak. Uh, I'm not going to be scared of this person. Maybe you've got a narcissist in your in your life or, or a bully in your life. You, you need, you, there's so many bullies. There's cyber bullies, emotional bullies, work bullies, husbands, wives that bully children, that bully parents, parents that bully children. Bullying is, is a big thing. And it all rides on fear. And you and I have to stand up to that. We have to decide, I am not going to be afraid. Because God did not give me this spirit. 
And I'm not going to allow the spirit into my life. I'm not going to allow him to no longer to torment me, to tease me, to mock me, to, 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 to tell me lies, to, to, to be in my mind. And I want to I wanna let you know that growing up, I was tremendously scared of the dark. Tremendously. My, my family used to tease me. My friends used to always lay traps for me uh, because I couldn't just even walk around our house after dark. I was just... And it wasn't a scary house or a scary place where we lived in. You know, just a normal house, a normal suburb. I just could not walk around the house. In the I couldn't even go to the garage or go see why the dog is barking because of fear. My heart would go into palpitations and my mouth would dry up and, and, and it would feel like sprinters underneath my arms would just squirt huge amount of sweat. And I could feel the adrenaline pumping because of fear, being scared. You see, that spirit starts adjusting your personality you you lose your spontaneity you, you you don't understand how to deal with what to do with how you see and somewhere in this we need the truth of god we need the truth of god faith comes by the hearing and the hearing of the word of god you cannot have faith in something of god or the bible if you've never heard it so the first thing that we need to understand is that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but he has placed in you a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. See, when we fear, there's also something in our belief system, something in our heart that we believe might happen to us. And we, we, we start thinking, something's, I'm going to be hurt, or... I'm going to be mugged or I'm going to be raped or I'm going to get COVID and I'm going to die or a car is going to ride over me or I don't like to fly because the, you know, the plane might fall or whatever that thing is, whatever that fear is, starts getting into our mind and that spirit keeps on whispering. And you see, when, once we buy into that so badly, eventually our own mind just starts playing it and our own emotions start tagging it up and running it up and, and it just really get us into a frenzy, into a little spin of what's going on in my heart. And then I become so scared. I become so scared of failure. Maybe you're scared of talking in front of people. Please type in, guys that are listening. Um, we'd like to know what's your fear. Uh, maybe speaking in front of people, you know, you, you, I remember how that felt, that, that scaredness of people approve or they're not going to approve. Um, starting a new business, starting a new venture, befriending a new person, walking up to uh, a young lady. If you're unmarried and you, you want to, there's a, a lady that you, you like and you're just so scared to walk up to her and just speak to her. Just say, hi, my name is, just introducing this, this, this whole clamming up of your chest and in your mouth and you don't know how to, what to say and you stumble over your words and you really really become that's where you need to hear the voice of god saying i gave you a spirit of, of power love and a sound mind but secondly there's something in our hearts that we leave, believe about god is we believe something about God, that God will not protect us, that he's not there for us, or he better make us good enough, or there's an inferiority that starts kicking in. And it's something that it makes me cower away. And it's so often, I see it so much, so, so often as well, when I meet people, I speak to them, and I can just see that... If the way they in the, the way they socialize, they can't look at people, or they constantly uh, batting their eyes, looking away, or um, very uh, reserved and giving their opinion, or scared of taking up a stance. 
scared of saying no. It's a, it's fear, and we 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 fear rejection. We fear scolding. We fear abandonment. We fear alienation. We fe there's a lot of things that we fear in that. And there's if the Bible talks about it and how we shoot bat, bat this, okay, the fear of rejection in Romans eight fifteen talks about the how to combat the fear of rejection. And I want to read it to you so that you can hear what the Word of God says. It says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You see, God, there's a spirit that binds you, that causes you to fear. But God, but you have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. So one of the solutions that we have here is to understand that God is our Father. And it's by His Spirit He adopts us, that He calls us sons of God or daughters of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons. Or let's, let's be inclusive and say children of God. A fear of death. And a lot of people are scared they're going to die young. A lot of people, they just fear death. And that is what's driving the world at this moment. It's the fear of death. That's why we're going to some serious lockdowns. And we're going into, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't be wise. I'm not saying that. I'm not, what I'm saying is there's a fear that drives this thing. And deliver those, listen, Hebrews 2.15, and deliver those who the, through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You see, when I fear death, I literally cannot live. I cannot take a risk. I cannot do anything. I can't try anything. And anything that remotely resembles death or the threat of death makes me to run away. And what does David say? Though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil. You see, there's something about what is God doing for us, what really God is, our Father is. The fear of people, Hebrews 13, 6, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do to me. See, it's man that punishes, man that ostracizes us, man does this to us. And we have to get what the Word says um, regarding this. A lot of people are so, you see, and I want you to understand, I'm interrupting myself. A lot of people are scared of God, but the fear of the Lord, it's not a, a, a fear of a tyrant. It's not a fear that God's going to send some lightning bolt and nail you because, you know what, you lost your temper and said something stupid. It is, it is the awe and the reverence of God that we need to understand. We need to have, when we say we, have, we, we need a fear of God, it says we must have a fear, a awe, a reverence for His magnitude, that this is the God that in for two and a half chapters in the book of Job asks questions and says, where were you? 
Where were you when I taught the eagle to fly? Where were you when I told the ocean's proud waves they can only come up to you? It says, where were you when I told the sun where to start and the darkness to settle? Where were you when I placed things in orbit? You see, when we see that perspective of who God is, this magnitude, there is a reverence, there is an awe. God is not going to go around punishing you. 1 John 4, 18. A lot of people believe this. A lot of people believe this. They say, they say things that God's punishing me. I'm being taught a lesson. You know, I, I did wrong. I think God is punishing me. You hear people speak like that. That's not the truth. Listen to what it says. 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love. So 1 John 5 says God is love. 1 Corinthians 13 says love and it defines love. Love thinks no evil. Love is kind. Love is long-suffering. Love is merciful. So God is all of that. There is no fear in love. But perfect love, and God is perfect, casts out fear. Because within fear, there is torment. God does not torment people. He who fears has not been perfected in love. He who fears... It, there's something in his heart regarding sin, regarding trauma, unforgiveness or bitterness, or current doing something in their life that they ought to, but they should not. For when we understand that God has made us perfect in him, it drives out our fear. We love him because he first loved us. I want you to understand that God drives that away fear that i will suffer lack this is so big you know a lot of people they they, they they now must work so hard and they put in 18 20 hour shifts a day because you know they believe they might they're going to suffer lack or something is going to go wrong in their lives so once again you're welcome to type in or call in and, and maybe ask any question regarding fear tonight or just type in what is your fear? And a lot of people, as we were discussing now, a lot of people fear lack, you know, that they will not have enough. They won't, well, they won't be able to pay the bills, or feed the kids, or that type of thing. A lot of people fear that. And, and that's a normal thing to fear. And I want to take you to Matthew 6, 25, that says, Therefore I say to you, do not be anxious. Do not fear for your life. Don't fear. Don't be scared for what you'll eat, what you'll drink, nor for your body, what you shall put on it. Is your life not more than food and the body not more than clothing? You see, I want you to see something about Father God right here. I want you to see that God knows this. I want you to see how he answers this question, because this is Jesus speaking himself. Behold the birds of the air, for they sow not, nor do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they are? You see, here's the thing. God loves nature, but nature is not the focus of his love. God loves the animals, but they're not the focus of his love the focus of his love is you and i made in his image he died for us animals and plants don't have a spirit you've got a spirit you can confess a sin you can you can have relationship with jesus 
Matthew 6, 27. For which of you by fearing or being anxious or worry can add one cubit to his stature? And why are you so anxious? You see, anxious is its torment. About clothing, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. Do they not? They do not toil, nor do they spin. But I say to you, not, not even Solomon in his glory was arranged like one of these. They got better. The, the flowers are more beautiful than Armani and Gucci and all these things. And Levi jeans. But I say to you, listen to what Matthew 6 says. Therefore God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. Will he not much rather clothe you, little face? You of little faith. You see, do we really believe that God can provide? I read a meme this week where an old lady posted in uh, um, a newspaper that she's in need of food and her boss or, or somebody read it and this guy was like an atheist and he said to his secretary, find up this lady, take her some food and she asked who sends it Tell her the devil. And obviously the secretary did what her boss said. And she went to this house and a whole lot of bags of food, dropped it off. And whilst the lady is taking it, she says to the lady that asked, made the request, aren't you going to ask? She says, it doesn't matter. When God commands, even the devil listens. You see, therefore don't be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we we be clothed in. God wants to provide for you. You see, the problem doesn't lie with God. The problem lies with us. And our fear lies inside of us and it's because of us. And God didn't give you that spirit. So I want to say it again. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So what must I do to get rid of it? What if I, I'm always anxious about somebody breaking into my house? I'm always anxious about the house burning down or something bad happening to me. The first thing you need to do is you need to understand that you have misplaced your faith. Your faith is now placed in whatever it is. You, you're believing that. It's misplaced faith. And you need to confess that. You need to say, Lord, I am sorry. I'm sorry for 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 actually being more concerned about x y and z than what you say in your heart for me and what you want to do in my life to getting rid of fear is to confess it audibly to let it go by taking our own thoughts captive and this is a big struggle because our minds get trained and you can go read this excellent book by dr caroline leaf on on neuron neuron tracks in your mind but you, you can go understand that your mind is made like little paths of thoughts and thought patterns and strongholds, which is like a layer. Jack Frost says it like this. It is one brick on top of another laid, one thought at a time that's built up a fortress of thinking, a habit of thinking. And we need to take that captive. We need to say, you know, I'm not going to think like this anymore. When fear comes, I must bat it with the word. I must take out my sword. I must yield my sword. And the only way to yield my sword is by speaking the word of God and saying, no, I'm not going to fear. I have got a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. God's perfect love 
casts out fear, drives this fear away. I'm a child of God. And because I'm a child of God, I am will fear no evil because he has played goodness and mercy next to me. They will follow me all the days of my life. And Psalm 5 verse 12 says, and the righteous are surrounded with a shield of favor. So I'm walking in this bubble of favor. God is not against me. He is for me. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to fear sickness. I'm not going to fear war. I'm not going to fear lack. I'm not going to fear people. I'm not going to fear standing in front of people. I'm not going to fear taking a chance. Um, I'm not going to fear the dark. I'm not going to fear. Any. So once I've confessed it, I need to take captive my thinking. And then I need to stand up against this lie. I need to put my foot squarely down, my back, you know, square my shoulders, Look this thing in the eye that, that scares me. Maybe you, you're scared of snakes. Go to a snake park. Go start handling a snake. Yeah, if you need to do it with gloves, then do it. Just start doing something to face that fear. Stand up to it and say, God did not give me. God did not make me a coward. He did not make me timid. He did not make me a pushover. I, I, am, I am powerful with my God that lives inside of me, I can storm a troop, David writes. So you need to, and it, this is an act of your will, is to stand up to this. To say, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to fear anymore. I'm going to live a life without torment, because within fear, there's torment. The next thing you, you do is, but when you stand up to it is, you need to reign over your thoughts. You need to control your mind. You can. It's your mind. The Bible says that the spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet. The spirit of a teacher is subject to the teacher. You reign over your mind, your thinking. And when it comes to fear, you need to understand that it is a spirit that you, need, that you, that you have to take on. You need to speak. The truth of God in place of the law. You need to be aware of God's omnipresence and his omnipotence more than you worried about a law from the pits of hell. I want you, I want to challenge you this week as you go out, is to go find scriptures regarding the fear of God. You see, one thing we must understand is we, it's as long as we focus on the one, we can't focus on, on, and let's say you focus on A, you cannot focus on B. And there's an automatic switch. So if I'm fearful and I'm constantly focusing on the fear, I can never get to the place where I actually focus on the answer. So you need to make a decision. So I'm going to find scriptures about the awe and the reverence of God, the fear of God, and switch. Focus on that. Look how awesome God is. Look how magnificent God is. And put my focus on that. Read through the gospel. See how Jesus does a miracle after miracle after miracle. He's not going to look you over. He's not going to look you over. He's, he's, he, he sees you. He picks you out in a room of 10,000. I just love that song. He is so for you. He's so aware of you. so conscious of you that he knows the amount of hair on your head. And not one of them will fall. One of them will turn gray. He catches all your tears. God is intimately and constantly involved in your life.
You're not a, 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 a just a by thought to him. He, he doesn't drop you off at the mall with a couple of hundred bucks in your hand and say, I'll pick you up at five. And so well, I'll send you to earth and uh, come the end of your life, you and I will talk about it and tell me how it was. That's not how he is. He's, he's a close God. He is acquainted with all our ways. He knows how easily we fall into fear. And I said it before, that's why he 365 times in the Bible, once for every day, says, fear not. Fear not. But I want to pray with you tonight. Uh, if you've got a fear, or maybe you're listening to the podcast afterwards. If you've got a fear that you, I just want you to, I'm just close your eyes and I'm going to pray. And, and at a certain time, I just want you to mention, just mention that fear to the Lord. Father, what an honor it is to come to you, Lord. You are such a beautiful God. You are holy. You are magnificent. You are glorious. You are splendid. You're the God of the living. You're the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Lord, where can we run? Where can we make our bed? Even if we make our bed in hell, there you are. Lord, and your throne is surrounded by angels, a legion upon legion of angels, thousands upon thousands, the Bible say, singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the one that was and is and into, is to come. Lord, you are all, you are all over. You are omnipotent, omnipresent, magnificent God. You are the God of the breakthrough. You are a warrior, the commander of the armies of heaven. You, Lord, have defeated death and taken captive captivity. And tonight I want to pray for every person listening that has fear in their hearts. Holy Spirit, will you pour out your love in our hearts like you say you do in Romans? Come fill us with the love of God, the perfect love that casts out fear, that drives it out. Father, forgive me for this fear. Won't you mention that to him? Thank you, Lord, that you hear every prayer. That you forgive because your word says in 1 John 1, 9, God is faithful and just to forgive if we confess. I speak into your spirit right now. Boldness. I speak into your spirit. Courage. I speak into your spirit, peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Lord, I place on each and every person the helmet of salvation, a helmet that protects their thoughts, that they might think of good and not of evil, what is pure and holy and wholesome and lovely. Let their minds be turned to you, Lord, and taken captive every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we give you all honor and all glory in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the naked pastor. Here is your naked truth. Whether you like it or not, God did not give you a spirit of fear. Fear is a demonic, diabolical spirit from the pits of hell. He gave you a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. 
And whether you like it or not, he has empowered you to overcome this. God bless you. Thank you for watching. Please do me a favor and share the show. Like the show. Click on the bell to follow. Invite your friends to join. God bless you. Keep well. Have a nice week.